Recording from Las Vegas in Washington, this is the Frog Prince Podcast. We talk about anything and everything. We don't discuss the subjects beforehand. What you hear is completely unrehearsed and original. I am your co-host, Cozy, along with Eli. So, so Cosette, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> We're already, we're already off to a bad start. We're off to a terrible start. The point is, is that we were having awesome conversation for like an hour before starting this recording. And we thought like, why not just start recording? Because we were just talking about... We're already in it. We were already in it. We were like, we might as well just record. But um, we're talking about my Thanksgiving. And yeah. I had a vegetarian Thanksgiving this year, and my dad's Italian, so he cooked a nice spaghetti sauce, and we had a nice cheese manicotti. Um, so that was really good, and it felt good not to eat meat, because nowadays I feel really bad whenever I eat meat, because I don't, I don't like killing things, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that's pretty sick. I didn't, I just, like, me and my girlfriend just hanged out. That's you didn't we see did. any we- family? No, because, so for her, like, her family out here is, I don't have any family out here, but she has, like, an uncle and, like, maybe an aunt out here or something like that, and they were, they're pretty much always busy because they run a restaurant, so we didn't really do anything, but what we did was just, like, we just had, like, a good time and, like, enjoyed each other's company. Uh, We went to, like, one of the malls out here that, like, offers, like, you know, the Black Friday discounts on Thursday. Ooh, yeah. Was it busy? It it wasn't as busy as I expected, but the it was just raining, oh. and I didn't I didn't bring we don't have I don't think we own an umbrella in our house, so <laughs> we were like just stay at home and, and cuddle weather. It was I mean we did we eventually did that for sure, but we just went in just like kind of like just bought the clothes you know, but oh, well, like that's not always fun. It's nice yeah, getting like, not stuff. too much. Yeah, especially, like, for the discounts. Like, I literally went to Vans, and they had, like, this 3 for 30 I'm thing. I'm more of a, uh... What, what, do you, what are you more, like? I'm more of, like, a Nike Air Force kind of gal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My white Air cool. Forces. You have white Air Forces? Yeah, of course I do. I got, like, three pairs. Dude, the, my image of you is, like, always changing. I have no idea the type of person you are at this point, because you've changed so much, like, within this day. No, I think you, like, assume what I'm like, and then when you find out different facts about me, it just, like, ruins everything you thought was true. Like, I don't even... It makes me me think of you a lot better. Really? Yeah, I think you're a lot cooler person now than when, like, when we were, like, playing the game and, like, having other conversations. Really? You, You seem, like, a lot cooler. Wow, what did, okay, so what did you think I, who who did you think I was, like, when we first started Honestly, playing Black Ops? Honestly, just lay it out there. I thought you were a social justice warrior. Okay. I thought you were a vegetarian social justice warrior, but through this entire conversation, like, other conversations that we've had, you're definitely not that. You were the farthest thing from it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. No, no lie. So, like, you're, like, a really, like, I was always, for me, no lie, I was always, like, restricting, like, the amount of, not amount of words, but what I would say, because I was not afraid, but I just didn't want to, like, get into, like, a, like, a verbal, like, a confrontation with you because, like, you were a social justice, because I thought you were a social justice warrior. I mean, I'm, I'm very opinionated, and if you say something that... Like, it's not like I'm going to challenge it. I'm going to share my opinion. I don't think yeah. you should ever be afraid to say something, though, because I'm actually really laid back. 
For, yeah, I'm learning that all. I'm learning all that now. You're just like a super laid back person. But my my entire idea of you was completely different than what you are now, which is pretty sick. Well, that's good. At least, at least it's like improving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't think you were a shitty person or anything. I didn't think of anything like that. But you just like got way cooler. Okay, I see. You I earned see. you owned like friend friend bonus points. Friend bonus points. Yeah. Well, I mean. I think, not in a bad way, but you've. I think I'm a pretty good judge of character. So I mm-hmm. think, like knowing you, and like after we started like playing duos and actually having some more personal conversations, like I've got a pretty good idea of like what you're like and who you are. But like when we were talking earlier about me like coming from Australia and what like the culture mm-hmm. in Australia is like, I didn't know that like you would be totally chill with that. I think we've been kind of playing it safe with each other, but like there's yeah. no reason for that because I'm so like different. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Now we can just say whatever the fuck we want because we like pretty much like we have a baseline for the other person. Yeah. But I like, think that's what you do in every friendship though. Oh yeah. I mean, you test like, the waters and- before you jump in. Right. You don't want to just like start saying like the random shit that you would normally say with other friends yeah exactly like and that's like that's totally normal for people to do that but i'm glad you feel like now you can kind of relax because Mm -hmm. like i'm totally chill fuck yeah i'm gonna say the worst shit ever now say the worst shit ever i've probably heard it all before (laughs) i probably said it (laughs) (laughs) from from the background that you told me like yeah you definitely told me but We're we were recently just talking about the differences the differences between like American culture and Australian culture. And to my surprise and probably to many others, Australian culture is more like a southern I feel like you're Australia is like the Texas of Brit Britain. People say that and I get so offended. And it's because like Texas is the farthest thing from like what we are. Like we number one, we have gun control. Texas mm-hmm. doesn't. Number two, Texas is, like, super religious. We aren't. You know, Texans yeah. get offended by anything that they don't agree with. We don't. You know what I mean? Not all Texans. I think, like, if you went to, like, the smaller towns, yeah, for sure. But if you went to Austin or, like, Dallas, maybe, you'd have, like, diverse minds. You're you gonna know? get, like, a lot more diversity, but there's still a mentality. Yeah, there's, there's still, still a like, Texas a mentality. mentality. Yeah. Like, there's still a way of life in Texas, and it's completely yeah. different to what we are like in Australia. If anything, you could compare us to like Canada. Cause you think like we all say A mate and Canada, you know, is super chill. <laughs> I don't know if that makes My, any sense. But it's the no, same I, thing. I think you guys are like the cool aspect of Texas and maybe some of the good ideas of Canada. I think that That's we're just Australia. Idea. I think we're our dis- just, definition yeah. in ourselves. <laughs> For sure. There's there's nothing that you guys can nothing that anybody can compare to. Pretty much. You have to go and visit and see what it's like. I'll, For sure. The when I I remember things along the way like um like I'll be going and we'll be recording when I'm in Australia in a couple weeks from now and I'll think of things to like bring to this podcast and tell you as like examples of kind of what's different and what life is like because I'm yeah. just kind of going off my memory even though I live there most of my life but there's still like a lot that I get surprised with and I forget about when I go back you know what's like surprising oh now you're putting me on the spot um <laughs> <laughs> like do you guys have coke like you guys have coke there right yeah like cocaine no, like the cola. <laughs> <laughs> what 
fuck? <laughs> yes, no, we have not cocaine. Coca- we have Coca Cola. Oh yeah. Yes, you we want, have. You autom- Why did you go there? Why did you like immediate? Did what? you? Re- I guess Coke, <laughs> cocaine. Yeah, sure. Okay, fine. I mean, yeah, same thing. I mean, cocaine was put in Coke, so same thing. Oh my god! Isn't that, that fucking? In- I mean, I don't remember that because I was like, back, they stopped it back in the 1980s, but I can just imagine everybody oh God, yeah. everywhere was just drinking Coke. Like, I, I don't think, though. They only put, like, the cocaine leaves really? or something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't actually, like, the refined Coke. I don't even know how it's made, but I just know that it was it's in Coca-Cola. Is it? Yeah, I watched this uh, Vice documentary where this guy, he went down to maybe Columbia or something like that, mm-hmm. and they were able to, like, track this one guy who makes coke for the cartels out there, oh and what God. they do is they put, like, I feel like it was, like, bleach, gasoline, the <laughs> cocaine leaves, and, like, a lot of other stuff, and you have to, like, they no first turn it into, up. oh, yeah, dude, you're putting fucking gasoline in your system, dude. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they, it's, a, it's a process, and I never knew how hard it was until I watched this Vice video. And this is when Vice was good. Vice isn't really that great anymore. <laughs> yeah. They've really fallen off. Like, that whole thing when I told you about the, uh, the Colombian donkey funky fucking. Oh, my Like, you God. remember that when I told you about yeah. that? Yeah, they covered that. They covered, nor- like, how North, <laughs> North, like, Northern Colombia. That's crazy. Uh, how, like, some of the people there, like, the men at just like fuck donkeys like they they covered that dude so they covered like a lot of cool shit yeah it's horrible but it was like stuff they wouldn't normally hear about or know about and it was like that's what was being posted on vice oh fuck yeah they posted amazing things dude which reminds me did you ever watch that netflix series dark tourist no remember that what i was telling you about and he takes tours for dark tourism it's like you know how it's people that travel to different places of the globe, tourists, but mm-hmm. they go to places like like Pablo Escobar's prison, and what they go the to like places that are infested with like radiation. Like it's dark tourism. It's Why super would... awesome. I mean, <laughs> this... I, I think it'd be cool to go see Pablo Escobar's like jail cell, sure, if like you're into that, but. Unless if I'm wearing, like, I would go to like a radiation, like I would probably go to, uh, what's that one place in Russia uh, that, it, that exploded? Well, they go to this place in, um, in Japan, you know, after when it was just uh, happened a couple of years ago. Yeah, like in, back in 2014 or something like that. Yeah, like when there was a huge earthquake, a tsunami, and then a bunch of those radiation plants leaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people travel around there. Um, well, for only extended periods of time, will you is this develop... underground shit? No, it's not. It's not. Uh, no, no. There's like actually. Get, it's like, actually a a service. It's actually a service. Yeah, they have. So there's a company tours. out there just like offering you tours to go yes. see a broken down radiation plant. Yes. And well, you wow. don't go onto the plant, but it's affected miles around it. So they'll take you to like okay. deserted towns, people that can't live anymore, uh... but you can be there, but you just can't live there anymore. You know what I mean? Like. Prolonged huh. exposure will cause health effects, but in the in the sense that they do it, they go for the day. You know what I mean? It's not gonna kill you. That's insane. I I need to look at that Netflix show because you need to watch I've, it. 
I feel like I feel like any normal government would shut down something like that where you get a tour just to go check out radiation. Oh, uh, they do the encounter they do encounter like government officials that have a closed off perimeter, but there are places that aren't closed off because they're not going to give you those severe health effects in uh, that okay, short so, amount of time. But they okay, are so okay. He he does actually sneak in to a like a place like he he's crazy, but he's so funny. You know, he's he's dark humor. He's got that dark humor. You know, he's stuff stuff that like people wouldn't normally find funny, but it's kind of like you kind of have to laugh. You know what I mean? Because right. it's is like it, kind of is it like a host? There's a host yeah. of the show who takes you on these dark tours. Well, he's a host, and he's he's taking them himself. He's never okay. been on them, but he goes okay. and he's and it's just him and his crew, and they videotape him taking these tours. You wow. know, and he has these like funny little comments, and he he narrates it the whole time. Um, but it's Ooh. really funny. Like he even goes to. You know that jungle in oh, I can't remember what country it's in, but it's it's the suicide jungle. People go oh, there to kill themselves. Yeah, it might have been in the same episode because each episode it's a different country. Okay. And he travels around to these different destinations that are dark, and wow. it's and it's amazing. And oh my I God. I love the the series, and it just reminded me about you, that. This the the host of the show will take you through the like the Japanese suicide forest. Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? And he like, talks to people crazy. that have had experiences there, you know, and he, it's really interesting. You really have to watch it. Like he okay. met Pablo Escobar's secondhand man who is in. What the fuck? Yeah. And he talks about his experience with Pablo Escobar. He's now like this huge YouTube star because he did his time in prison and now he's out. What? But he's now a huge YouTube star. And he even reenacted a killing that he did on the grounds. <laughs> For his what? YouTube channel. <coughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I was like 16 when I did this. I murdered this person. Pretty much. He was what like, because Pablo Escobar had built this prison for him to live out his, well, stay his prison sentence. It wasn't a life sentence, but but he built it for him to live there. And it was like, obviously a house. It wasn't a prison, you know, because he built it for him to live there. You know, so they would have these orgies and they would what? they would do a bunch of cocaine and this is cocaine orgies, cocaine orgies, you know, and you would see where it happened and what they would videotape the this fuck? and this guy would be telling you, you know, and oh, it's awesome. Yeah, you have to I fuck, watch it. I fucked three women right over there on that couch. Oh, more, more. You probably oh like sniff cocaine out of their assholes, to be honest. <laughs> Wall Street type stuff here. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say that. I was about to like do that reference. But yeah. <laughs> that was. An, I didn't know if you had seen that, but that's a that's a good movie too. That is a mm-hmm. good movie. I haven't seen it in a while. Speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio, he's really into the environment. He is, is he? super into the environment. Oh yeah. Doesn't he's an he activist. donate like a lot of money? Yeah. He's a he's a complete activist for climate change, which I think is really great. Which it kind of ties into like what we talk about in this episode. We should get that guy. Have you heard of like this thing called Team Trees or something like that? No. Okay, so basically like this one like huge YouTuber, I think his name is like Mr. Beast. He started this whole thing of like planting 20 million trees through like our like through the Arbor Day Foundation and a whole right. bunch of people have done it like all the way to like Elon Musk and like other prominent figures have donated like shit tons of money. We should get <laughs> Not us, but like people, everybody should get Leonardo DiCaprio to donate money to that thing. 
Because I think they're at like 18 million trees right now. Oh, I think he does donate to all that stuff. I know Bella Hadid just, there's different sites where you can donate. And they'll they'll plant trees for every dollar or donation that you make. Yeah, like something nice. like that. And there's a lot okay. of sites that do that. But yeah. like, and there's I, a like, lot of celebrities that are that are activists. And those who can't be activists definitely donate. I think a, a lot of that community is starting to be more proactive, which I think is great. It, for sure. Like, I've, especially like with all the recent like fire burning or the forest burning like i think recently you got you guys over there in australia had a recent fire burn or a lot of your forest like just burned away and like i've seen something about like all the koalas like a lot of koalas died oh yeah there was a video that i posted on my instagram uh this lady this koala was burning couldn't get away from the fire and the lady went and picked her up picked him up you know and took off his shirt and this fire, it's on the side of the road. This fire is on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And this lady was driving in her car trying to get away and saw this koala and Fuck pick, yeah. picked him up. And you saw the pictures after I kind of followed it. And he was really badly burnt. But, you know, two people died, I think. Two people lost their lives. And yeah. it's, it's, it's devastating. It's really devastating. I mean, where I used to live when my mom lives now, they're still getting smoke, you know? The really? air is still smoky. And yeah. No 100%. shit. They're really bad. Really bad. Holy fuck. Yeah. God, man, that always sucks, too. Like, once that starts, it's hard to put out. Like, you have to... I know it's super difficult for a lot of the firefighters that have to work and do that stuff. Oh, yeah. It's it's devastating, you know? And it's, it's like, our home. And we care so yeah. much about it, you know? And it seems I like think- people <clears throat> in, in the United States, they're not subjected directly to it unless unless, like, for example, the California fires that affected mm-hmm. a lot of people in the United States, but that seemed to be the only time that residents cared, you know? Yeah. And and it, it's really sad that I didn't see as much activism or, or support go into fires that were happening in South America or in Canada. Oh, like in Brazil. You know what I mean? Right. Well, well it, in, it's, in Mexico, I think the problem, in Ecuador and stuff like that, there are a bunch of fires, so... Yeah, I think the problem of the problem that you run into is, like, you already have your own problems, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to care about people in a totally different country, right? It, it, I think that's where, like, you run into issues of people just not caring. People it, it's hard. don't care, but there's no excuse to not caring. You know what I mean? I understand that people don't care, but I honestly feel like there's no excuse to not caring. You can still care and not, not be active. Do anything. Yeah. Yeah. But there are people yeah. out there who literally don't care. They don't educate themselves. Oh. They don't yeah, educate like themselves dumbasses. on. Yeah. They don't educate themselves on what can be done, how to prevent it. They don't. Right. They don't watch the news. They they don't. The news channels. Sometimes you're not going to get anything even, from. You're not even. Yeah, I wouldn't say the news. You're not going to get shit from the news for any type type of good issue that everybody should be looking at you're just not you're just gonna get dumbasses yeah just talking heads that's all they are just like just talking heads pretty much but but still turning on the news to see if there's any information is still being active you know what i mean that's still doing something to educate yourself whether or not you you know that the news is going to cover it or not you still turn it on you know what i mean like there's a step one to everything there is a step one to everything, but I think looking at the news would be the worst step you could take. 
Because but there what if are I hear some people person? that don't watch the news and don't know that. There are some people that don't have the yeah. same opinions that we do, and there are people. Well, like I'm playing devil's advocate here. Like I totally agree oh, with okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. But right, okay. there are people out there who like don't watch the news, don't have access to the news, and and maybe they think that their first point of contact in educating themselves might be watching the news. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it helps barely. I, I think it depends um, what news you're watching. For me, <laughs> for me, yeah, I I don't watch the news. I don't watch Fox News or C C CNN or like any of the major news corporations because they're politically whatsoever. associated. Yeah, because they're politically associated and they're not going to talk about anything that I need information on. And they're just going to like talk just to talk, right? They're, of course, going to be pissed off. They're faking. I feel like they're faking being pissed off at like one subject when in reality they're the one like creating the problem, kind of. You know what I mean? Media does play a big part in, in, in playing on people's opinions and biases and fears and you know the media will pull at those strings i don't want to get too political or i'll start going off on a tangent fuck it dude let's go on a tangent let's just skip today's episode we could just (laughs) fucking do it another one yeah fuck media fuck normal media dude i mean there's of course like a couple other ones that are like central you know they play both sides which is i think okay i don't know which ones those are but they're they're out there. They're pretty prominent. Everybody knows them. Once you like read the label or whatever, the the brand logo. Um, but for the most part, people are either they either watch Fox News or CNN or like MSNBC or just any one of. They're either they purposely play into their what political. they believe in. Well, that's confirmation bias. That's yeah, people, that's, people that's finding information based on their opinions to support their opinions. Like, and that's just the way people are. Yeah, it's hard to get out of that. It is it hard really to get is. out of that, but I'm I'm not gonna say which one I'm affiliated with. But if I was to turn on the news, I know I would turn on one that's more liberal oriented. Right. That's kind of where I stand. But I mm-hmm. do acknowledge that both are biased, but yes. one does coincide more with my opinion. You know, okay. and that's why I watch what I watch if I watch. I don't normally right. watch the news. Don't get me. Don't. Yeah. Don't get me twisted. I, okay. <laughs> you know, I really don't because I don't pay for it. I watch Disney Plus and Netflix. But that's all you need in life. Just though. Literally. Just those. Yeah. Disney Plus <clears throat> and Netflix. And Shane have you for I think like Disney Plus, they released some type of like new Star Wars show called The Mandalorian. Yes. And that's supposed to be really good, but I haven't watched it yet. I keep seeing memes about Baby Yoda, and I oh haven't God, watched it either. Yes, I've seen those memes too. So cute. They're actually like really behind. funny, though. I feel really behind too, but I'm not really a big Star Wars fan, so I'm okay with not seeing it. Yeah, I I feel like after at like t- the newer ones that they pulled out, like or the new one newer ones that they created, they're just not as good as the previous ones that I've already watched. I feel like they fucked up the entire plot and just. L- just like the overall logic of how Star Wars is supposed to work. It yeah. doesn't make sense to me with the way they went with it. Yeah, I I put a I put enough effort into watching the originals and then the the prequels that came after. Like that's as much energy as I have and I saw one of the newer movies and I wasn't too impressed. I think maybe because I didn't follow it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um kind of like if you don't start the Harry Potters, you know, when they started, yeah. you're kind of like catching up all the time and you're not really like a hardcore fan you know what i right. mean for, 
for me, I don't even think you have to watch the the previous ones that came out. Like you could literally start on when they introduced the Ray character. You could literally start from there, and that's an entire story to itself. That's you don't true. have to watch any of the previous. They've ones. only been coming out with kind of character oriented stories. Hey, yeah, that's kind of been like a a theme that they've done, like with the Han Solo. And that's so. I I think it's cool. If they, I haven't watched Han Solo. I've only watched like Rogue One, and that was somewhat of an interesting story. I watched actually that one too. no. I would say half of that movie is okay, because watched, then the plot just gets stupid. I watched the 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 last one I watched. Um, had oh my god, what's her name? Princess Leia. What's her name in real life? She just, Carrie Fisher. Uh, yeah. Um The last one I watched had Carrie Fisher in it before she passed away. And that was the last one I kind of watched. It was the newer okay. one. It was a newer one. It had, it had the African American dude in it, and then, um, the girl from. Uh, she played in that movie with Chuck Bass, the chalet girl. <laughs> no one's probably making any sense with what I'm saying because I'm just yeah, referencing all the these different people. I don't know who people. chalet girl is either. Well, that's a really good movie. You should go watch it. But um, anyway, it was the last one I watched. Was the last one with Carrie Fisher before she passed away. Okay, cool. Star Wars. Good shit. Anyway. <laughs> should we get started on today's episode? We should, because I'm actually really interested in what you have to say. Why don't, why don't you explain kind of what you've been doing for the last week? So, I think it was like last week. You had asked me, or we had like a conversation about like ve- being vegetarian. I think I asked you questions on it. Yeah, I don't think you... About you being a vegetarian. About it at the time, and I, it sounded like you were pretty interested to to see what it was all about. I was, and I was so interested that I decided just to try it for what that was like last Friday that we had the conversation. So it's been like over a week, right? right? So you've been vegetarian we, for a week. That I've I've tried the vegetarian diet for a week. Yes. How did it go? I want to. Uh, so I want to kind of like lead into as to why I tried it because I. Because I think it'd be really interesting, as, like just to tell you okay. why I tried. Go ahead. Okay, it it basically like all started when I read this book by uh, some guy named Yuval Noah Hari. It's called Homo Sapiens, right? And he basically just like tells the story of like how Homo Sapiens uh, came to be and like where we're at right now, right? So he goes through the thousands of years leading up to where we are okay. now. Okay. In one of the chapters, uh, he talks about like the agricultural. Uh, revolution where we started to like stop uh, being more of like a hunter-gatherer society and turn into more of an agricultural society where we're at right now right everybody we're an agricultural society okay um during this transition of being a hunter-gatherer society and turning into more of an agricultural Nobody has noticed the victims of that process, right? Nobody's noticed um, the actual negativity or like the actual negatives of turning of being a hunter gatherer society all the way to what agriculture, do you mean by right? victims? So during this, okay, so the victims are all the animals that we currently consume. Right, okay. okay, would you consider us um, the so victims like, as well? Mm, because I, you said like. In what way? You mentioned negative effects, and I know you're going to go into this a little bit more, but not only are the animals the victims, but I think 
we're also victimized by how much meat we consume nowadays in present time. Ah, I think okay. Because I yes. don't know if this is correct, and you're probably going to go into it a little bit, but I know that I have heard if you're going to eat meat, you should only eat it maybe once a week or once every couple weeks, but people eat it every day, and right. I know that it raises cholesterol, oh my God. and you get a lot of health issues. I don't know much about it, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had that diet, like, because, so my girlfriend is Korean, and a lot of Koreans, like, literally every meal is has some sort of meat whether it be fish chicken or beef pork um which would be like the main uh dishes right you have to have like some sort of meat with something i never usually eat anything with just vegetables right so most of my diet was what you were just saying um so yeah i guess you could say that in a way we are the victims because we don't know how to limit ourselves with that and we're like eating meat every day so i guess in a way we are victims but if you look at like how animals are treated yeah, it's such a big difference from what i've learned it's it's just like we're somewhat victims it's more of like eh, you're kind of animals a victim, are victims right? you're just, of the way that we treat ourselves in in our diet that we eat we may be victimizing our health but the animals are the yes. victims in all of this is what you're saying the bigger picture yes uh, the bigger picture is that the animals okay. are the victims, yeah. right? I totally agree. Um, so during this transition, humans uh, eventually started to herd and protect the animals and killing the ones that exhibited like more resistance uh, to our human control, right? So eventually over the generations, we herded out and domesticated uh, some were like used for transportation and plowing fields and other tasks, right? So we domesticated them over the generations. We just killed off the ones that just weren't just weren't agreeing to us making them do the things that we so wanted. So you're saying them, okay? that when we were in a hunter gatherer uh, kind of mentality, the transition. Oh, the transition. Yeah. So this is us transitioning. For, so this is us us as human beings. Early early man. We're stopping this entire idea of having to go out and hunt. And just domesticating like the cows and sheep, right? Instead of going out for a deer or like the the grazing cows, the you wild cows, I guess they would be to your satisfaction. We would just okay, exactly, exactly. The, and during this trend, that's where we got this animal husbandry. So it's kind of like is during this trend Exactly, that's exactly what okay. we did, um, which also led to like other other issues that we currently face now that doesn't like involve being vegetarian. So even though we as humans, from an evolutionary perspective, we have succeeded and are thriving because of the things that early okay. man has done. Also, like no one really pays attention to the fact that the creatures are the most miserable, right? Today, if you look at the life of a cow, of a dairy cow, of a, of a cow that's going to be butchered, they're pretty fucking oh, miserable. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are ignorant to the okay. fact that animals feel emotion you know and it's yes. i don't know if it's people that don't want to like accept that or people genuinely don't believe that that's true but it's so true well i th- i don't think that's for most people i don't think that's the issue i think it's just like it's been a part of your life for so, so long like, desensitized to it 
Yeah, it's like why would you th- why would you think of like why would you run down that like thought train, you know? Of asking like asking questions of like do animals feel uh do they have emotions? Well do- I think that I have asked a lot of people that because I, I myself believe it and I've asked a lot of people who who deny that and who eat meat and deny the fact that animals feel pain and, and have emotions and they mm. And it's not that they're like desensitized. Well, they could be desensitized to it, but it's the fact that they don't acknowledge that yeah. it's true. Like they genuinely believe that they don't feel pain and that, you know. Well, it's hard to imagine that another creature could feel the same amount of pain as a human. Yes. Right. I mean, maybe because we don't it's have har- the same I think that's kind of hard ability, to imagine. But that has nothing to do with a pain threshold or, or a fear threshold, yes. you know? Yeah, I think. That's the issue, and, like, people just not knowing, right? I don't think most people that eat meat really have thought of that The thing is, is that, like, I would like to think that it's being brung up at least once or twice, but I feel, in my experience, Mm -hmm. with the people that I've come into contact with on these issues, are, just don't want to accept it. Because they enjoy eating meat. Yeah. They enjoy it so bad. Yeah, it's easier easier to do that. Like it's uh, it's like I'm my life is already good. Why yeah. would I? And change when I it? try and when I try to bring up how cruel things are and how much added suffering is 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 being implemented, unnecessary suffering that is being implemented on these on these animals that are being used for our well being, like people just don't mm-hmm. want to hear it. And and it's not because and I and yeah. I try not to push that onto people who don't want to hear it. I'm obviously only going to talk to people who want it, want to accept it. Because no matter how much you can talk to someone yeah. about something, if they don't want to hear it, they're not going to hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not that asshole who keeps yeah. pushing the issue. Like I do what I do because of how I feel, and it's up to other people. You know, right. if they want to change, but I think that that Thank yeah, you. that's kind of how I feel about it. That that's the best way. You, that's, I think that's the best way you should feel about a, like a lot of issues. It's like okay, I do me for the reasons that I do me. You can choose to like learn from me or do yeah. what you're currently Ed- doing. Educate yourself. I'm not even gonna say anything. You can educate yourself and make your you make your decision. But the thing is, is that I always say to people, if you want to eat meat, that's totally fine. But there are other alternatives to cruelty. There's meat that's that's grass-fed instead of corn-fed so beef can digest you know there's different ways of of making small changes and there, i know that there are some people who aren't even open to that you know yeah i think that like so right there what you just said i think that also kind of goes back to like a lot of the fact that it's hard for people to care about other issues if they already have problems right so i don't i don't think that a person i don't think about a single mother um, who's raising three kids is really going to care about the quality or the well-being and of a cow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's. I think if you like, okay, if you if you start to like reach more success in your life and you're like getting more money, right? right you can consider these other alternatives to the way you've that been might living. Be true, yeah. And- right. Um. That's that's kind of like why I was able to do this because I was able to con. Like I'm. I think I'm pretty well off. Uh, more so than more people in my current life situation. I think I'm more well off than a lot You're of people. You're able to provide for um, yourself and I'm in able a different to think, way now than you may have been. Yeah, I'm able to think yeah. of other things. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like just going back, over time, 
a lot of these animals, like the domestication and the herding of them, and even like the like getting the meat from them, it just became more crueler in the way that we do these yeah. things, right? It just added the over time suffering was more suffering was added yeah. to the way that we get meat, right? Like I was saying, um, the unnecessary for the suffering most, that's been like contributing. Yeah. For yes, definitely. Like most of these animals, they can naturally live for like uh, like five to twelve okay. years, right? But now we have re- reduced that time to just just a few to just a few weeks, right? I think you did an Instagram post on that. I might have sent um, you one. And yeah. this is like also right, like, and this is like all the information that I got from reading this book, uh, Homo Sapiens. Okay, um, yeah, we've reduced the amount of time that these creatures can live to just a few weeks. Because it's, like, both, like, the best age and, like, the right, I guess, ripened meat, sure. And it's both, like, economically good as well, It's not because of the right age. Because the right age is, like you said, like, they maybe, they might live from 12 to 15 years and their prime might be at 8 years. But that's not, that's not good enough for society. We need animals to be at a developed and right age you know, a couple months in. And that's right. why we use chemicals and, and and probiotics and stuff like that. That's why we, mm-hmm. they're growing at a faster rate because we're using chemicals on them. It's not, because yeah, of it's the not that we're killing them earlier in their lifetime. It's that we're accelerating their growth. Uh, that's what we're doing. We're okay. accelerating so, like, their growth. So technically they've only, okay, so technically they've only like lived like, like maybe five to six weeks, but in reality, like looking at them like biologically, they're almost like the age of like a 12 year old turkey. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, probably less extreme than that. I would say, like you said, within like five, like a five to year six old turkey, weeks, like yeah, genetically, we, we speed up their growth pattern okay. so they reach their prime within five to six weeks. Unlike if we were to watch them grow right. in natural, then Naturally. they would probably reach their prime within five to six years. But we're do we're enhancing that yeah. chemically, you know. Yeah, we're speeding up the process, yeah. the aging process. Exactly. Yeah, I I in the book like it also mentioned that back then there was only like maybe hundreds of thousands of like these creatures, right? So there may be like three hundred thousand cows all over the world. Yeah. Today, there's oh, yeah. billions, billions of like each like. Billions of cows, billions of chickens, billions of uh, like each type of meat, yeah. right? And that's because like we consume so much. And I think that like also people don't know that they can go, they can reduce the amount of meat that they eat, right? Yes, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> people can. If they wanted to, they can. Now, in order for us to like further control these animals, the early humans had to figure out ways to better control them right so they would stop they would start to like control like the natural instincts and like social ties uh that they had with each other right so you uh close off the cows you like put the chickens in a you pen right them. you like, start to do all these things yeah we still have that it, we still have the same thing going today uh but today we just like put them put them in cages we put them in harnesses uh and on top of that we like start to mutilate them right to tame like some of the animals and control the population of that species, right? We castrate the males, right? So if we only want fifteen, uh, like more cows, 
will only let one bull go out and like mate with the other females. Well, I mean, yes, I think that's a little bit outdated though, because of the way we do things today is a much, like you said, everything needs to be sped up for consumption rates, right? So we don't have time to Mm -hmm. castrate and wait till the males don't breed with the females. We just put the males on trucks and send them to the meat factory. But it's only if they're the right kind of meat. Like, for example, I know you have written down here that, you know, female female species will produce milk um, after giving birth. They they take away the calves, for example, from dairy cows. And if that calf is a male, it dies. Like, they don't suckle. Yes, yeah, sent immediately me- well, to the butcher. No, no, like m- no, because dairy no. cows don't have the same meat cuts that Angus beef do, so they die. They they die. They mm-hmm. don't get sent off mm. and and raised. They die. Oh, so they just immediately yes. kill the male, yeah. like the male cow. Yes, yeah. or calf. They don't let it grow, and because they wow. need the milk from the mother, it's obviously not going to suckle. You know, so yeah. the the female the female cow may only have a couple hours to maybe 24 hours before its calf is taken away and they're hooked up to a machine to to get their milk. Yeah. And whether that calf is a girl or a boy, the girl will go on to be mated with and produce more milk, produce milk. for the male calf because they can't get sent to the slaughterhouse because the beef isn't right. You know, they'll die. You know, you know, and... I, w- I would like to know what they do with, like, the remains of, like, that... Uh, calf, like the male. I'm calf. sure they, or, they, you know, they probably go to a dog. I'm pretty sure it's just like just fucked you know, up, or or something like that. They don't probably. go to a human meat factory, but I'm sure there's other places. But keep in mind, there's also rescues. There's rescues that will adopt the the baby calves and and send them out. To, I know there's a couple rescues in Australia that I follow on on Instagram. That would be that cute. that rescue baby goats or baby calves that um are obviously discarded from the dairy industry, you know, because they create goat's milk and it's a whole industry too. So mm-hmm. they'll save animals yeah. like that and, and they'll sell them to to people with land who want a baby calf, you know? Okay. I would probably, if I got a baby calf, if I could, I'd probably name it Freddy. If it was a male, very, I would name it you Freddy. Should, you should get some land one day and adopt a baby calf. That's, that's kind of like Fuck yeah. what I want to do in life is... I don't want a whole farm, but I know, like, if I had land, I would, I would really want a cow or two. Yeah, instead of being like a horse girl, you'd oh, be like a cow girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that works out both ways because, like, you were literally a cow girl. I would girl, love a horse you know? too. You're like, <laughs> I would love a horse. I am. I'm definitely a horse person. I used to ride horses when I was little. I've only ridden you a horse. You should go again. Once. It's really fun. <laughs> horses are so intelligent too, but yet a lot of them are killed for. Um, meat yeah and you for should meat. also see the not so much well, in america that's not true because right? the, the wild horse I... population in america um you should actually look up the history of that not a lot of people know but even to this day they're still being rounded up and slaughtered because they're on they're on really? land that people want to use yes yes definitely it's a big thing and there's a lot of activism around oh that God. but it's it's horrible it's horrible yeah yeah no damn like the more it seems like the more I got into like the more I like researched and like understood these industries, it just like got way more fucked up. And like just like what yeah. you said, it I didn't know that wild horses were rounded up. They and are, just yeah, slaughtered. it's horrible. And I didn't know and that. there's so much that we don't even know about the meat industry. And there's a lot that like 
you know, I have the chance to look at, but sometimes it's just too hard for me to read or to watch, you know, because it's, it's horrible. Yeah, I don't want to watch this. For sure. I don't, it's those videos, like, sometimes you'll see, like, on a Facebook post or, like, a wherever you see them, it's like, oh my god, dude, and, like, am I, I, I don't know if I'm in the right mental state to see this really yeah, fucked up I shit. know I'll never be, like, I'm aware <clears throat> of it, and I try and do my part. And I feel like at this point in my life, mm-hmm. that's as much as I can do. I I will share a lot of things, but there's a lot of things that I personally can't even look at because it's it's sometimes too hard. Yeah, it's so gruesome. Yeah, like I over there in New Guinea, they like they'll cut out, they'll like gouge out like the eyes, and they'll like cut off the nose of a pig, so they can't like run away or like find and- food and. Thus, they become completely dependent on like a human to f- constantly uh, feed in them. Papua New Guinea or Guinea pigs? Papua New, New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Pop, mi, Papua New Guinea. Isn't New Guinea just isn't that's just, that's just a country, right? New Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Yeah, the country of Papua, Papua New, New Guinea. Papua New Guinea is like right above Australia and Indonesia. It's like a bunch of islands. Yeah, that that place. Yeah, that island above. Do you Australia. know how I? I mean, I know quite a bit about. Papua New Guinea, I've never heard about that. So, do you know if that's a, a common I don't, I don't, practice? That might not be a common practice, because I know that in small Pacific... Be, but it's what I read well, from the book. in small Pacific islands like that, and, and more local, I know that they value life a lot more, because you know how, you know the saying, okay. out of sight, out of mind? You know, the fact that we're over yes. here, and we don't see cows getting killed, we don't see pigs getting slaughtered you know so we don't have to do it ourselves kind of out of sight out of mind you know pacific islands like that and and little coastal communities that don't have access to mass production i feel like have a better sense of worth you know of like how much value a life has you know if it's i think cutting off the nose and their eyes is pretty barbaric um it might, yeah, that might be like some that tribal shit. That probably would I, I, be. I didn't really because because I would I've seen that. maybe not though. I don't know. I I mean, I would I would I know quite a bit <laughs> about like that area because I lived right below it, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of shows yeah. in Australia. Like I've seen a lot of veterinary shows, and they've traveled to those islands that don't have good veterinary care. Um, and a lot of the people that care mm-hmm. about the animals, and if they didn't want their pigs to run away, you know, they would tie them up with a rope and get, have a long rope on it, you know. The one, they actually care about their animals yeah. a lot more because, because they, they protect them from the wild dogs that are up there, you know. Like, that's mm, the stuff yeah. that they would have to worry I don't know about. Where, <clears throat> that, that seems a little barbaric yeah. to me, and I really, I don't believe it. it. It's definitely... I have to say, I don't believe it. Okay. It's probably like I don't know where he the author I don't know where he got like that information but it was put in the book and I was like okay this is fucked up I'm putting it out there I'm gonna talk about it just because like it matched like the reasons as to why like I started to try this whole new diet um or for the most part like the cows and sheep's um it even camels like they only give they only produce milk after giving birth we've already talked about that um but like I seen in the book like he said that like farmers uh, that need the milk throughout history like they would most likely we talked about like killing the calf and then like start milking mother 
like after like they kill the calf, they like immediately get the cow that's the mother cow like pregnant again, sixty to like one hundred twenty days, and like that whole process yeah. starts all over. I mean that cow's not useful if it's not producing milk, and if it doesn't have you know, it's really sad, you know. For sure, and like after like reading that, like these most of these cows, like if you look, they're only living up to like five years old, and then they're like sent yeah. to the butcher house. Um, but like for most of its life, it's just pregnant, give birth and produce milk in a confined space. So in a jail cell, they're constantly keeping this cow pregnant, giving birth and then producing milk in a jail cell. And, it's, right? and imagine the psychological and emotional trauma of having your, oh my your God. baby ripped away from you hours after giving birth. Like not, not. Up. Not only what it's going through after what you just said, you know, being confined, having metal attached to its, you know, and like getting pregnant over and over again, but having their baby and you know how, how protective like mothers in, dis- in, in any, any mother, mother in is. any species feels about their offspring, you know. Oh, yeah. They care. They care. And you can see. Yeah. Can human. See yeah. Human mothers can, I, I think I've seen something like a human mom, like, lifted up a card because the baby was stuck under the card. Like, the mother just, like, fucking hulked yeah, that shit. Yeah, it's the adrenaline that you feel when, you're, when your baby's in danger. And, you know, imagine, imagine having oh, yeah. that feeling, but not being able to comprehend exactly what's happening. How much more scared do you think that animal would be? And that, I feel, that is the feeling that that cow has when you rip its baby away hours after giving birth, knowing that that baby can't fend for itself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not knowing where that, not knowing where your child is going to go. And then, and then being used and abused for the product that you make for your baby, for human consumption, for for us when we don't even need it. Yeah. For, yeah. I I don't drink milk. I drink almond milk. Me too. I drink almond milk. Cashew milk. Not not for not for the reason not for this re- reason, but I just don't like I milk. I don't in like general. milk either. My dad used to try and make me drink it when I was a kid. I didn't like it. It has an odd taste, yes. doesn't it? Well, it's also like not the milk that we're supposed to be drinking because it's not our mother's milk. But even still, I feel like almond milk tastes better anyway. Oh my god, the vanilla almond milk with like some fucking cookies or like a good donut bliss absolute yeah. bliss and like and it's only 80 calories there's so many alternatives out there like almond milk ice cream and then it and it tastes so much better than normal ice cream and you just know you're not having dairy and not supporting that industry and it's easy and the yogurt tastes mm. the exact same cat huh i never had i cashew milk haven't yogurt, had that you know with blueberries tastes the exact same and it sits better in my head knowing that i'm not eating dairy like it makes me feel less gross yeah you're not you're not participating yeah. in that whole uh com- that whole in complex or industrial the whole industry i'm i'm complex industry. <laughs> yeah. industry yeah yeah like i'm not contributing to that and psychologically knowing that i'm not like eating the meat or the milk like it makes me mm-hmm. not feel sick feel if i was better. to eat milk or beef nowadays yeah you know eat like, milk yeah drink whatever. milk drink milk if i was to consume animal <laughs> byproducts right now most of the time i feel ill 
and it's I think psychologically. It's not that it makes me sick. I think psychologically yeah. I know what I'm eating. You're and making I'm yourself making myself sick. sick. Yeah. And I that's the main reason I decided to go vegetarian and like hopefully one day vegan is is because of the animals. Really? Yeah. I mean it's been a process. I mean I've there's a certain lifestyle I want to lead, but that's why I don't hold mm-hmm. people super super accountable for the way that they do things because i know everyone has their own path to, of getting there way of doing yeah. Things. yeah you know and i know that mine's taken a couple years to get to the point where i don't eat beef i don't eat other meats sometimes i'll have chicken um and i know on here mm-hmm. you have kind of the different categories of being vegetarian and i know i'm i think it's called lacto vegetarian so i do consume like some dairy products like cheese is probably the only thing I'll consume that's a dairy product um but I yeah. don't eat eggs um and stuff like that and I don't eat any meat except for sometimes chicken and that's kind of like where I'm at right now but it's a process I mean it's taken mm-hmm. a while to get there and I yeah. and since understanding that sometimes it takes a while and to cut myself a break instead of going cold turkey I've been much more successful in sticking to like what I believe yeah. Sticking to the diet. Yeah, so I experienced, like, the same thing. I think I kind of fucked up a little bit. <laughs> What'd you um, do? I went cold turkey right. is what I did. And so, I th- like, I went cold turkey. I, like, literally stopped eating all- every meat, right? I literally just ate just vegetables and, like, whatever my girlfriend cooked, and I just, like, took out the meat, right? Yeah. After, like, a week, I started to, like, feel a little bit better. Well... Not, like, mentally health. Like, I felt like my body was a little bit healthier. Like, I feel a little healthier right okay, now. Okay, so it's been a week since you started this vegetarian diet. And I remember mm-hmm. you mentioning to me that you have a Trader Joe's near you. And I remember telling you that it's a lot easier yeah. when you have access to certain items. Like, Trader Joe's provides a lot of alternatives. What did you find there? Yeah, that's where I got what all my meals from. Like, what did you get? Because I know mm-hmm. they that had some there's cool a lot shit. of alternatives so to I got- meat. Yeah, well, I didn't do, like, alternatives to meat. What I did is I, like, went to Trader Joe's with, like, I did, like, a best, like, vegetarian stuff. I did, like, I typed in something into Google and, like, found an article that, like, had, like, a couple meals that I could eat. And I just, like, chose the ones there and I just grabbed the ingredients at Trader yeah. Joe's, right? It was, I feel like it was mostly Indian food that I got from there, which I'm totally fine with because okay. I love Indian food. So it was, it was like, a, it was a little easier. I feel like for me, it was a little easier just to like transition into the vegetarian diet. Was it like frozen and meals or did you cook them? Yeah, it was, it was like frozen. Some of them were frozen meals. Some of them, like I had to like, there was like a cauliflower pizza crust type mm, thing. How was that? And all I had to do was, just, I didn't oh. cook it right. <laughs> so like the cauliflower pizza crust kind of like just fell apart and I kind of had to eat it like a, tor- like I had to eat it with like a, like this, uh. It was like a spinach. It was some type of like spinach Indian food. I can't remember what it's called, but like I kind of eat had to eat it like a Mexican dip kind of. Was it still good? A bit. With a, it was fucking delicious, dude. Like honestly, it wasn't hard for me to do this. It really wasn't because like all the food that I got was like delicious. And like the way I cook, like I nice. throw down. Like I know what type of seasonings to put together. So it was a little easier for Sometimes me. Sometimes it's really easy to like eat unhealthy though, right? It is, and that's one of the things that I know that, like, there's a scale between, like, there's two types of vegetarians that I feel like 
there are there's like those that like eat really unhealthy because it's not meat like so like getting pastas getting because it doesn't have meat or like eating pizza and like but all you're this still other consuming like a junk lot of food. carbs yeah for me i didn't i didn't want to do that and i didn't want to be on the unhealthy side where you're just like you're literally starving your body of nutrients i didn't want to do either of those so like i try to find like the middle ground of where i'm getting the best nutrients for my body because i'm replacing meat right because you still without meat you're people like to argue that you don't have any protein in your diet but the main thing that you have to understand is like where you get your proteins and you can get a lot of proteins from like beans and like lentils and nuts like that's where you get a lot of your protein and i think that's where people go wrong in their vegetarian diets is that they don't understand how to get their nutrition in other ways. Yeah, and I feel like I should have maybe researched this more because I didn't I don't I didn't really have good proteins in my diet or for this for this past week I really didn't have like good okay. proteins. I didn't do any of that and I think like I'm ex- currently experiencing like I I'm still doing the vegetarian diet. I'm probably end it tomorrow or something but I noticed, like, because I didn't have Why certain. Why are you gonna end it? Um, don't don't end it. <laughs> well, because like, because well, no, I I need to like I think uh, I need to reset, dude. Like, and like do it right. I mean, the thing is, is that you know people I mean? say that, and then they try again, and then like, they I'm not stop gonna, like, because they feel like they failed. But there's no there's no failed no. aspect to it. It's just all you have to do is just make one small change and try and stick with it. You know, like for sure. For mine, it yeah. was like okay. I'm going to eat everything I want, but just no more beef or no more hamburgers, you know? And then I stopped eating beef all the time. And then, like, the next thing is, Mm. well, the first thing was kind of pork because I didn't, I don't, pigs are treated the worst. And that really stuck with me. And pigs are more intelligent than dogs. People don't know that, but pigs are. And they're killed and they're tortured. And I don't even care for the taste of ham or bacon. So that was the first thing that I cut out. Um. And then it was beef, you know, and then it was like, I didn't even eat seafood. So that was easy for me to do, you know? So it was like kind of just small things. Yes. Right. So when I mean like reset, like I'm going to like maybe try a better way of like slowly transitioning uh, certain meats out of my diet. That's what I, that's kind of what I meant. I didn't mean like completely like just fucking eat (laughs) beef and bacon tomorrow. I didn't. I didn't mean that. I meant just to like just like slower, maybe come at yeah. this in a better way. Yeah, not just completely cut everything out because, um, because like I didn't have like a lot. Of, I read like an article that because I didn't have certain like iron or like a lot of these other vitamins that you would normally get from eating meat. Um, I've I've started experiencing like okay. headaches, which like for like not like intense headaches, but like they're just kind of like lingering. They're very small and lingering. Yeah. Do you drink enough water and stuff? Um, I drink shit tons of water, dude. I piss every, I piss like so much. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I mean, it's clear all the time. That's how much. Especially when going cold turkey like that, it's like an immediate change in your diet, which is obviously going to affect oh, your yeah. body. So, like, I'm not surprised, but that's why I think. Yeah, I doing purposely small did steps that. Is the best thing. Yeah, I purposely like went cold turkey just to like fully experience like what it's like to be a vegetarian, like f- like full a full vegetarian, right? Cutting out all the meats. I wanted to experience that, and it's a good. I found I found it to be a good experience because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the food that I made. I enjoyed the food that I also consumed, 
and I also felt like I was kind of somewhat yeah. making a change. At least you're you're um, gl- not contributing as much to your, you know, footprint in all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And like going into it, my girlfriend, like she's like she also like mm, kind of got inspired and like she kind of oh, wants great. to try it too. So that's so that's pretty cool. I thought that was like oh, that's great yeah, having dude. like a partner. I have like an, that I have wants a partner to experience and try new things with you. That's that's really motivating. I think that's great. Yeah, this happened like things like yesterday during Thanksgiving. We went to like a a Chinese restaurant that strictly makes just vegetarian slash awesome. vegan food, and like that. Yeah, so we just like kind of like discussed all that and like just talked a little bit, and like, she was interested as well. So hopefully, like. Over time, like we'll start to like tra- like together, we'll slowly start to transition these meats out of our diet and like maybe consume yeah. less. I think my ultimate goal is to consume way less and do like the diet that you were talking about, which is to eat maybe meat once a week. Yeah, and when you start doing that, you'll find that you won't even want to eat meat that one time a week, you know, after, because you're so used to not eating it. And so used to feeling good. Like the other day, for example, this was like a couple days ago, my dad cooked like beef for his tacos and he got really sick off of it because he hadn't eaten meat in such a long time. It made him really really? sick because his body just wasn't used to it. And it's like not good for us. You know, like in the long run, like he got okay. he got really sick off of it, and I'm not surprised. You know, was it like like uh, what is it? Food poisoning symptoms? No, like or because he I just think like he, he was he just like shitting much, diarrhea? I think. He just okay, like okay, he okay. just like so that, was that sick in the sense. stomach, and just nothing that made you feel good. You know, I don't think it was that extensive, but the the thing is, is that it it made him sick, and it's because he he's not used to it. You know, and it's. Like, he didn't need it in his diet, and he felt really great without it, but then he, like, tried it because it was almost habit, and he had it around, so he cooked it, and it just made him feel really sick. I didn't eat it. Um, I just had a tortilla with some cheese and avocado and hummus, and I was fine. <laughs> cheese? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. You're, you're, like, you, like, brought two worlds together by putting Middle Eastern food and Mexican food. You just, like... Oh, it's Combined so good. Like, just for a snack, you know, you get a tortilla, <laughs> heat up some cheese on it with some cold avocado good. and, like, just some hummus. It's so good. It's just easy, you know? Oh, yeah. I've never had that, but, like, now that you said something, I'm going to probably try that because I, I love hummus. I love hummus, too. And once you start trying to explore the options that you have with being vegetarian, you you realize that you have a lot more options than you think. You know what I mean? Like, you can cook, like, risotto without any meat. You know, you can cook spaghettis without any meat. You can experience all the cultures that you want to without any meat. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's It's not not hard. It's not hard when you put in the effort and when you make small changes. Small changes end up having more meaningful impacts in the long run. But before we kind of shut this down... One thing I'm really passionate about was climate change, and I just kind of wanted to relate and, like, explain to everyone how the meat industry impacts climate change, um, because I think it's kind of relevant with everything that's going on in Venice right now. Have you heard of the flooding in Venice? 
Uh, I've seen the picture, but no, I'm not so, aware. So, like, Venice is experiencing its, like, second fl- second worst flood ever recorded. And there's a lot of information on this. Let me just, like, pull up what I have. I was, I was kind of going to go over, like, how the meat industry contributes to climate change. And then I had a couple climate myths, but we can just jump right into the Venice flooding because it's, I think it's really re- relevant. Um, because a lot of people just okay. think, oh, it's a flood. It's happened because of a storm. But there's a lot of other, like, factors that influence that, you know? Like, yeah. um, I think 1966 was the last highest tide that it had. And I think it was, like, 1.92 meters high. And the floods that are happening right now are 1.87 meters. So it's the second highest on record. And these kinds okay. of tides... Are, are pretty rare and they usually happen like once every 10 to 15 years but actually of the top 10 highest floods ever recorded in venice uh five have taken place over the past two decades so there's like an increasing number of high tides happening more regularly than mm-hmm. normal yeah i've seen that like our engineers are trying to figure out a way to keep the like to keep Venice yeah. from flooding, and they're trying to come up with like intri- like ways yeah. I think to do one that. of the ways that's being like developed but not yet implemented is like underwater. Um, I mean underground. No, no, cities. no. Like underground. Atlantis. <laughs> Shut up. Under <laughs> underground <laughs> um, drainage pipes that flow to a different area of Italy. You know, so it it's it doesn't get flooded like there's a way for that excess water to escape instead of going back and just accumulating but also that's kind of being combated with the fact that venice is actually sinking to sea level so it's 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 gonna help maybe in the short term it's it's kind of pointless but it's really like in the long term it's kind of pointless because if we don't change other stuff like fossil fuels and greenhouse gas emissions like it's just going to keep getting worse. I feel like Venice is like is probably going to sink Well, I mean way. Venice is sinking, right? But but it's only yeah, it's sinking. Cur- so think of it as like Venice is sinking, right? To sea level, but the sea level is yes. also getting higher because of the melting ice. You know, so it's kind of like okay. A, like a double whammy. You know, the sea level is rising. Yeah. You know, and it's sinking. And it's so also it's, sinking. Yeah, okay. But keep in mind this also like more floods than normal you know and i'm gonna explain this i'll I'll kind of explain it right now um just so just so it makes a little bit more sense but fossil fuels animal agriculture what we were talking about before in the meat industry and deforestation are kind of like the main reasons why um why there's so many greenhouse gases and fossil fuels in our um atmosphere environment yeah and when the atmosphere, when there's an influx of greenhouse gases, it warms the atmosphere, which is why it's called global warming. And when the atmosphere is warmer, yes. it's going to hold more moisture, which means more rain. And that's exactly what's happening in Venice right now. Hmm. Um, the flooding in Venice was caused by um, a, a, a really strong storm. But there's there's been an influx of storms and an influx of rain because the atmosphere is warming and holding more moisture. And it's got to deposit it somehow, so it's going to rain, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like, that's 
one of the many reasons for why Venice is flooding. And there is one of the climate myths that I did want to bring up is that um, animal agriculture and eating meat are the biggest causes of global warming. And that's not true. Um, yeah, like I think the idea is that like a cow farts a lot of methane or something like that. Cows do produce methane, but it's, it's in their manure. It's not like their farts. So like... Oh, okay. I, th- I think that was the myth. Is like it the is, fart. It part. is a myth, but <laughs> I think the the point of the myth that I had said animal agriculture and eating meat are the biggest causes of global warming. That part's the myth is because mm-hmm. the actual okay biggest part of global warming is like the gas industry and our fossil fuels. You know, like that. Yes. I think accounts for sixty four percent of like the human caused greenhouse gas emissions and animal agriculture is only Mm. responsible for 13 to 18%. But don't get me wrong. It's animals are the smaller part. It is. It's a smaller part, but 18% is a significant amount of global emissions. And the myth isn't to really like debunk that what we're contributing is going to have less of an effect on making the world more like a like a better place or or reversing climate change there's a lot that needs to to happen in order to stop that but i guess the main point that i wanted to make is that the meat industry does contribute to climate change um and that beef is actually beef and lamb if you scroll all the way to the bottom there's a graph that i've put up and it and it says that the lamb is actually leading in co2 emissions behind beef and it's actually quite really? a bit do you see that who the fuck is eating lamb? a lot of people that's baby sheep it's so sad i love i love baby sheep sheep and sheep and goats are kind of really cute i animals. feel like all the animals that I we meet that, that we eat are like really smart <laughs> you know and like they deserve a lot better than what they get but um i guess yeah, I yeah. Can... I mean, I don't really know if I'm making any sense, but that's kind of what I wanted to touch on. And, you know, animal agriculture is a significant source of greenhouse gases. Um, and mm-hmm. cattle do produce methane, um, which is actually, it is a greenhouse gas, and it's about 20 times more potent than carbon dioxide. And I know we have a significant, like, producing beef actually requires 28 more times like land than producing other things like poultry or pork yeah because the amount of size that because the amount of space that a cow takes up yeah it's a, a lot chicken. more so it takes up 28 times more land six times more fertilizer and 11 times more water so it's actually like quite a bit I and mean, when you put it all together i think it said um it estimates that producing beef releases four times more greenhouse gases than the amount of pork to be produced which it which is a significant okay. amount so it's kind of saying that that beef takes up a significant portion of the beef. greenhouse gases emitted from from agriculture and yeah. from farming um animals you know right beef is the one that's contributing to most of the issue to the greenhouse gases exactly yeah but i mean it's it's all contributing but beef is like a number one contributor along with lamb and i know like eating vegetables produces lower greenhouse gas emissions you know like potatoes rice broccoli produces approximately like three to five 
times lower emissions than equivalent mass of like like chicken and pork. How does that well, happen? I mean, Are tomatoes it, farting? No, no, no. It's times lower. Three to five times <laughs> lower emissions. Right? Do. How are they emitting shit? I would like to know how a tomato is emitting some, some of that stuff. It's it's the process of, of of like, farming it. It's oh, not okay. that they're emitting chemicals. <laughs> it's. Oh, that's <laughs> no. what I'm thinking, dude. Is like a cat, like a tomatoes is farting. Think of it. It's it's it's, it's like the meat industry compared to, a cow living. That's gonna produce uh, a lot more emissions okay, than a cow mean. living, right? Just like. Just like farming yes. a tomato is going to produce a lot more emissions than a just a tomato, you know what I mean? Yes, okay, but it's I see what like you mean if you think about it in this way, it's more efficient to grow a crop and eat it rather than to grow a crop, feed it to an animal as it builds up muscle mass, than eat the animal. Like, do you see how stupid that is? Okay. <laughs> you know, like when it's spelled out to me just like that it's like why do people even need to eat animals you know what i mean because we're getting the same shit that we're feeding to the animal if we we can just get it right from the source which is the vegetable i think that like certain you only get certain proteins from like beef and like uh like just from like meat in general you can only get certain proteins from them because of the way the body digests uh those proteins and like turns them into other things there's only um, one that you cannot get from anything else and i know it's a vitamin yeah. it's not a protein um it's a okay, vitamin it's a and vitamin. it's only one that you can get from beef that you can't get from vegetables i can't remember what it is but, but it's, it's a like vitamin a, i think it's a pretty important vitamin i think like it's it's vital to like human to us really it's not. I can't remember what it is, but I think I, I've like read it's around. Not, it's not because I had this discussion with my personal trainer, who's from Texas and eats a lot of meat. Okay. And we had this discussion, and he was telling me about it. Mm -hmm. Um, because he eats a lot of meat, and I don't eat any meat, and and yeah, it, it was kind of like it was like more of like a debate. I mean, it was kind of violent, <laughs> but it was still kind of like we oh. tried to keep it professional, <laughs> but it was still kind of like a back and forth kind of thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you're just, like, trying not to offend the other person, but, like, yeah, still debate. Yeah, exactly. He made his point, but to both of our knowledge, it was only one vitamin. It might have been vitamin, like, I want to say B12. Like, I, I was either going to say D or B12, but I know you can get D from, like, vitamins because I take it. So, it might be B12, yeah. but you can take a B complex. So... You can take other things, and it and vitamin B twelve is not vital to our systems. It so I have like a note here that says it's like pretty prominent if you don't take it because you'll start experiencing some like uh, neurological uh, problems, and so you might develop something called like a pernicious anemia. What's that? I don't know. What, I don't know what a pernicious. I have no idea what it means, but it sounds bad. Um, and I use my brain a lot because like I code and like I'm a software engineer, so I definitely don't want neurological problems, but I'm pretty sure I can just like get B12, vitamin B12 in a pill form. And hopefully it processes the same way that I, that it would when I consumed meat. 
You know what well, I mean? Well, like I said, you can get B12 in your B complex. Like you can take the vitamin okay, B so complex I- <clears throat> and get, you get thymine, okay. roboflein, nacetine. So you get B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, B7, B9, and B12. Okay. Okay, so if I just like took a pill, I just like get the same things that I would get from just yeah. Meat. I mean, I take I take vitamins. Okay. I take a vitamin B twelve. I take vitamin B complex because I know it has all these vitamins in it that I'm not getting from my meat. Not, but I'm getting them in a different okay. sense. You know what I mean? Right. So, so to pretty much summarize, anybody can be vegetarian only and be healthy. Right, getting the proper nutrients. If you like take like a B vitamin or like a B complex, I mean, right? It's not gonna kill you if you don't take it, and you're not gonna get psychological damage if you don't take a B12 vitamin, you know. But I wouldn't quote us, but as a summary of what we've talked about, yeah, look this shit up this, for yourself. Yeah, talk to your nutritionist. Like, we don't know shit, guys. Yeah, talk to <laughs> we don't know shit. <laughs> we don't. We just researched this the last week, you know, and I'm going off of what I know, but. I feel like if I was to summarize what we've talked about and kind of give an advice, I would say research it yourself, talk to your nutritionist, and research both sides of the argument. Because I feel like today we're kind of making a one side because this is kind of what we've seen in our opinions, and it's because it's our podcast. But in order to be healthy, you just have to understand what kind of nutrients and what proteins you're getting from different foods. And once you understand that, you can understand how to construct a healthy diet with what you need um, and what you wouldn't be getting from other things. And that's that's the main focus, I think, of what you need to do. Yeah, and by doing all of that, you might end up building like a vet, a better diet for yourself, like even consuming meat, right? You might realize that you're not getting exactly. like, like omega-3 fatty acids from uh, fish oil or from like yeah. fish, right? You might start consuming some of that and like realizing the effects of having some of that. You might, I think, like that helps. I think uh, omega three like helps out with like uh, the yeah, skin. Yeah, it helps out with a lot of things. You might start noticing some of that. Yeah, so just like yeah, research and shit. If you don't want to eat fish, you can always take fish oil capsules. You know, there's alternatives. Yeah. And yes, it's still fish. It's fish oil. It comes. It's a byproduct of meat, but. Yeah, you would but, get it otherwise. Yeah, you would be getting it from it's it's a small step and that's what we're emphasizing is that small steps make the biggest impact. Yep, and that's like that's definitely what I've noticed just going through this like I've definitely can say I can definitely do a vegetarian diet. Um but I think I need to like research a little bit more and understand what would actually be good for me. Um like I had like the types of vegetarians I think I would probably far uh fall into like maybe like a partial vegetarian where like i don't eat no i think i I think Uh i said partial i'm not sure (laughs) but i think i would fall into like maybe a partial vegetarian where like i avoid meat and maybe eat fish um and and chicken right but maybe just way less way less than what i do now and i'm saying that i'm a bit further along but i did the same things And I had the same goals. I was like, okay, if I can cut out one or two things in my diet, I think I'll be happy with myself because it wasn't making me happy knowing what I was doing. But as I found, the more that I altered my diet, the, like, I just kept going, you know, like you can stop or you can keep going. But I felt that I was more comfortable getting less and less meat 
into my diet, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I'm slowly incorporating yeah. less and less dairy, you know. And it's just kind of the process of things. And I'm and I'm not even purposely doing it. It's just happening. I'm going to the store and I'm just like, oh, I'll try this. It looks fine. I'll I give the alternative a go, you know. Yeah, you built small habits to do that. I did. I built small habits to do it. But believe me, I am one of the people who know that if I go cold turkey on anything, I'm not able to do it. And I'm I'm really not one like to stick most to things. Well. Yeah. So small steps were really big steps. Make big changes. Yeah. Doing this, like I noticed that like I take way more shits and I fart a lot more. Did did that happen for you? No. Okay. No. Well, you just learned a little bit more about me. <laughs> well, I mean, when your diet changes, that's why I think when you talk about like like completely changing your diet cold turkey, your body's going to go into a little bit of shock. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's Don't it's do what I totally did. normal. But I think that's why it's best to just take small steps. Because when take small steps. Yeah, because when you do what you did, your body's gonna go into shock. Like you're gonna get headaches, you're gonna and especially you yes. had mentioned that you were you had purchased frozen foods, right? You weren't cooking mm-hmm. with fresh vegetables, fresh grains, you know. No, fresh I did it the super fucking easy way. Exactly. You know, and I think it's really important that's that's one of the things that people start going in maybe like a negative direction with their health when trying to be vegetarian is that they pick the easy options when in reality it's about incorporating like fresh things into your diet you know i think it's easier to add things to your diet than eliminate so if you're not eating vegetables right now but you're eating meat try to incorporate a vegetable before you cut out the meat you know what i mean yes I think that's a better way to go than cutting out the meat and not knowing what to do next. Yeah, that way you end up having like a balanced diet by the time you're eating both vegetables and meat. You could start to then transition out of meat into incorporating uh, the vegetables and all the vitamins that you would get from eating meat. Thanks for tuning in to the Frog Prince Podcast with Eli and Cozy. If you enjoyed our show and want to hear more episodes, you can go directly to our YouTube channel or find us on Apple Podcasts.